This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I really hope that you found it helpful. And if you've got any questions or if you'd like to chat about anything that I cover in this podcast, then do please come and join me in my free Publicity for Pet Businesses Facebook community. It's a Facebook group with almost 2,000 people inside, all of whom have a pet business, either a product or a service business, and they are all united by a common desire to let more people know about their awesome product or service. Each week we have accountability threads where we can share our wins, where we can share what we've been working on and where you can ask questions about anything related to getting your pet business out there and getting more eyes and ears on the product or service that you have to offer. So if you'd like to come and join my free Facebook community, search for Publicity for Pet Businesses Community on Facebook and it'd be brilliant to see you there. I'll also pop the link in the show notes for the Facebook group on this episode. So if you're listening on an app, swipe up and it will take you to my Facebook group. So now on to the main part of the show and I look forward to seeing you in the community. Thank you once more for supporting the podcast. Hi, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about how to use awareness days to get press coverage for your pet business. And as I'm recording this, it's going out on the 24th of March, 2022. It's right in the middle of two brilliant awareness days. So the first one is Dogs in Yellow Day. That has been set up by Sarah Jones from My Anxious Dog, and it is all about celebrating dogs in yellow and getting the message out there that if a dog is wearing yellow, it means that they are anxious, they don't want to be jumped all over, they want to be left alone, they need to be given space. So Sarah has had an epic run-up to her awareness day, and I know it's going to be a huge success. On the 27th, so in a few days' time, it is Michelle Burgess's Awareness Day. Michelle runs Scruffy Little Terrier, which is a website and brand for terrier owners and their terriers. She sells accessories, hoodies, t-shirts, all kinds of goodies for terriers, all kinds of lovely stuff for terrier mums and dads and things for the home. And she's going to be having National Terrier Day on Sunday, March 27th, and it's going to be a celebration for the terriers. Now, there are loads of different types of terriers. I'm a terrier mum myself. As you can probably tell, I'm quite excited about that day. And we will all be sharing our terrier stories. Now, Michelle launched her day for the first time last year, and she had some brilliant coverage. She was on her local TV on her local news website. This year she's been in Country Living magazine. She's had loads of other great coverage for National Terrier Day as well. So awareness days are a really great way to put your pet business in the spotlight and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And every week there are dozens of awareness days including ones focused on pets and animals which you can use as a petpreneur to get press coverage but there are also all kinds of other awareness days as well that you can use for your social media and actually something might have happened in your personal life that links to an awareness date that can get you press coverage. It might not focus specifically on your pet business but your business will always be part of the story. So there are all kinds of different awareness days. We can have something fun like Dress Up Your Pet Day. We can have something involving your community like National Dog Friendly Day. Or it can have have a really important message like 
Pet Obesity Awareness Day. Then we've got things like National Pick Up Poo Day. Yes, that really is a thing. We have Love Your Groomer Day, celebrating groomers. We've got Canine Companion Day, and then we've got National Dog Photography Day, and many more. And many of these days I've just mentioned here have been created by people who are in my community and who will really get behind these days and really, you know, make social media awash with whatever it is that they they are celebrating including poo. So if you want to use awareness days to get press coverage, the great news is you don't have to create your own day. You can simply use the ones that are already registered in the media planners. So the days that the journalists are already being told about every year and you can get really good press coverage. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to use awareness days to raise your pet business profile and be your own PR. Now, the reason why I say be your own PR is These days are created to shine a spotlight on different things, different causes, different brands, different things that are happening in the world. And it's what PRs use to plan their campaigns. But you don't have to have a PR company to use an awareness day to get press coverage. You can be your own PR and literally pick an awareness day, make it your own, as Simon Cowell says on The X Factor, and go and get yourself some brilliant press coverage. So by talking about awareness days in this podcast and using them to get press coverage... If you implement the steps I go through, you'll be doing a brilliant job of being your own PR and you can go and implement the tips that I'm sharing with you now and you can go and get awesome press coverage for free. So let's start with having your own awareness day. As I said, this episode is going out and it's right in the middle of Sarah Jones's um, Dogs in Yellow Day and we've also got Scruffy Little Terrier, Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier's National Terrier Day happening on Sunday. Now, I'm going to talk about Sarah because Sarah's day has almost happened as I'm recording this podcast. It's happening tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Saturday. But this week, I've been working with Sarah um, for just over a year. She joined my program in February 2021. And she's been through my Get Your Pet Business in the Press program. And she stays in the membership. And she's also been having some coaching from me as well. All around raising the profile of her pet business and putting herself out there. So I'm really proud of Sarah because in the space of just three days, she's had 11 pieces of national press coverage and radio, which is just incredible. And I'll be honest to say, it's a record for the last three years that I've been working for pet businesses. I've never had somebody have so much press coverage in such a short space of time. So how it worked with Sarah was she registered her day with the year ahead in 2021 and she's been working really hard and making it a success ever since. So I say she's had 11 pieces of national press coverage and radio in three days, but that has been something that she's been working on for a long, long time. She started working on it in February 2021. So actually she's been building up to this for a long time. Um, But the reason why she's been able to be so successful is, well, there are many reasons. But the main one is that she's had a lot of time to plan ahead. And if you have your own awareness day, it's brilliant because you can really put your business on the map. Because when people look up the day, they find you. But you can also really dedicate a lot of time to working on your awareness day. And you can build a really big campaign around it. Now, if you don't have your own awareness day, that's okay as well. You can still pick a day and you can make it your own and you can create a brilliant awareness day campaign around it. If it is your own day, obviously you own it. So when people are Googling that day or Googling the hashtag, they're going to find you. If not, you can still do a really great job of um, using an awareness day to put your pet business in the spotlight. Um, 
Another thing to mention is if you've tried to register a date and you've been knocked back, don't worry. That doesn't mean to say that your awareness date is dead in the water. So I'm just throwing a toy for Patch. He's messing around with this toy that he loves. It's basically this big sprout and he is just being hopefully not making too much noise in the background anyway if you've tried to register an awareness day and it hasn't been picked up it's not the end of the world you can still go ahead and use your awareness day and get traction on it get people sharing about it on social media and you know get people recognizing that your particular day happens on this particular date and it can still grow into a day that will be registered and will go onto all of the planners and will be a big success even Janet Murray, the contact marketing queen and former journalist, has had this happen to her. She has National Love Your Diary Day, and that's in November. She tried to register it. It got knocked back, but she still makes a brilliant success of her day every year. So you can still have your day without it being official, and you can still have a campaign around an awareness day if it isn't your actual day. And if you are planning to have a really big campaign around an awareness day and you would like some support, I do have an awareness day bundle, which I'm going to talk to you about at the end of this podcast. It might be for you because it's going to help you structure what you're going to do on your day. It's going to help you come up with a press release idea. I will help you write a press release and lots of other things. I did this for the first time actually for Janet Murray when she launched her day. And I'm going to be putting the bundle out a little bit more because I haven't actually promoted it since, which is very, very bad of me. Anyway, Let's talk about what makes for a successful awareness day. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about Sarah's day because I think one of the things that really made her day a success is that it resonates with a lot of people. It's really emotional. So Sarah's day is around anxious dogs and supporting anxious dogs and their owners. And she's created a really heartfelt campaign around it. And one of the things in the campaign is there's lots of social media graphics um, and artwork around this. And the message is, what if everybody knew? And the message is, what if everybody knew that if a dog was wearing yellow, it meant that they were nervous and frightened and didn't want to be approached? And I think that's really powerful, really powerful emotionally. Even if you haven't got an anxious dog, even if you don't know anything about dogs in yellow, Anyone in the right mind is not going to want a dog to be stressed, anxious and upset. So it's going to hit you, isn't it? It's going to make you stop scrolling. It's going to make you think. And it was a brilliant campaign that Sarah's done. She's worked with a lot of other people on this campaign. So I know a lot of the copy has been written by Ricky Sullivan, the canine copywriter. The artwork has been created by Alison Price from House of Henry Graphic Design. And her website has been created by Rosie Robinson from Wolf Design. So she's had support with this, but she's created a really, really powerful campaign. And I think that's why her Awareness Day has been so successful. The other reason why I think Sarah's day, and it's now grown into more of a movement where she is really shining the spotlight on anxious dog owners and the need for people to be kinder and to understand them more is because we have a lot of dogs who are suffering with anxiety at the moment we're reading a lot about separation anxiety we're reading a lot about mental health we're reading a lot about lockdown puppies and the problems that they're having so actually it's really it's been a kind of things have all fallen into place at the same at the right time for sarah because She's been. She's actually been working on my anxious dog for for a long time. I think she started in two thousand and twelve, um, but it's really, really come out now because she's got her day and she's been really, really visible. She's put a lot of work behind it. So I think that is one of the reasons why it's been so successful. There's lots of different things that come together. So that's Sarah's day, but 
you can make, you know, I'm going to talk now about what makes for a successful awareness day. And there are a few things to consider. So the first thing is one that people can easily get involved in. So like National Dog Photography Day, which is on July 26th, that was created by photographer Kerry Jordan. And I'll link to an episode with Kerry where she talks about her National Day and how she's created a really successful day. So Kerry's National Dog Photography Day trended at number one on Twitter a few years ago. She's had the Queen get involved in it, Chelsea Football Club, um, Snoop Dogg, all kinds of fascinating people have got involved in National Dog Photography Day because we love sharing photos of our dogs. I read a report earlier this week from Nature's Menu. They did a study and they found that we take 77 million photos of our dogs every week. And who doesn't love sharing photos of their dogs? So if it's something that people can easily get involved with, that's going to make for a really successful awareness day. So Kerry's Dog Photography Day is just awesome and it flies every single year. Um, one that creates an emotional response. So like Sarah's day, which I talked about earlier, in support of dogs who are anxious, she's created a really compelling campaign, which has grown into a movement where she talks from the heart as an anxious dog owner. And she also talks about how her anxious dog, Bella, views the world as well. So we walk in Bella's shoes too. So think about that emotional response. Um, another thing that there's one that is timely as well. So Sarah's day has really taken off because many pet parents are struggling with anxious dogs post lockdown. So that's what makes for a successful awareness day. And if you do have one of your own, great. But if you don't have one of your own, that's fine too. You do not need to have your own day. So next I'm going to talk about how to choose the right awareness day to use. Now there are a number of different databases and resources online with, day, with awareness days in. And I've linked to a couple in the show notes for this episode. One is awarenessdays.com. Another is animalcharities.co.uk. There is a resource that Sarah Jane White from Ruffles Snuffles created. I'll link to her website in the show notes. And I also use Janet Murray's Courageous Content Planner. And I'll link to that in the notes as well. But there are loads of, if you Google pet-related holidays, pet-related awareness days, you'll find loads of really good lists that will help you. So... First thing to do is to pick an awareness day that's really relevant to what you do. So if you're going to do a big campaign, I mean, you can use awareness days like every day if you want to in your social media content. But if you're going to do a big campaign around one, you're going to want to pick one that's really relevant to you and what you do. So I'm going to give you a few examples here now. If you are a vet and you're running a community helping pet parents manage their pet's weight, like vet Caroline Taylor, who is known as the Slim Pet Vet, then National Pet Obesity Day will be an ideal day for that campaign now pet obesity day i think it was registered by somebody in america but caroline as a vet as an expert specializing in helping pets slim down can create a great campaign around pet obesity day she can get press coverage she could do a great big social media campaign she could do blogs she could do an email campaign she could do challenges all kinds of different things to put herself in the spotlight on that day and I'll link to Caroline's Facebook page as well, so you can go and find out a little bit about more, a little bit more about her work. Now, let's say you work with animals with arthritis, like Hannah Capon from Canine Arthritis Management. I've got a chat with her as well on the podcast, and I'll link to that in the show notes. You can use National Arthritis Awareness Week from October the seventh to the fourteenth, and that would be really timely for you to be launching a campaign around how arthritis impacts our animals. Let's say if you're a dog photographer like Kerry, who created National Dog Photography Day on July 26th, that's a brilliant way for you to show your skills and your images and share tips and create a brilliant awareness day. 
Let's say you work for a homeless charity like Street Vet or Street Paws who go out and they support homeless people living on the streets with their animals. You could use World Homelessness Day on October the 10th and you could create a campaign around that particular day to highlight the struggles that pet parents face when they're living on the streets with their animals and why we should be more compassionate. You can shine a light on people who have been homeless and then who have rebuilt their lives and who've had support from the charity that you that, that you run. If you're a volunteer for that charity, you could get involved in that campaign. So if I was working for Street Vet or Street Paws, then I'd be planning a big campaign around World Homelessness Day on October the 10th. And let's say you're a cat groomer, love your cat day, that takes place on March the 24th, which is actually today as this podcast goes live, You could that would be perfect for you to talk about the benefits of cat grooming and how we can show our cats that we love them by making sure they are groomed and they are comfortable and their coat is in really good condition. Okay, so there's some ideas for you and try to think about, have a look at the days and think about ones that might work for you and your pet business. So next up is how do you go about building a campaign? Well, the most important thing to do is to plan ahead. And when I say plan ahead, I mean really, 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 really plan ahead. So like Sarah was working on her campaign over a year before the day actually happened. So if you want to be featured in a magazine, you're going to need to send your pitch off at least three months before your day, ideally maybe a bit longer. If you wanted to go and pitch to your local newspaper or local radio station uh, you would ideally pitch a month before your day because they might plan ahead they might have a section that's dedicated to pets but they might plan it quite far in advance and if you get in there early tell them about your awareness day and what your campaign and what you're going to be doing or your campaign around an awareness day then you're going to have plenty of time and they're going to think oh brilliant you know we've got this in the diary for pet obesity day we've got that taken care of so that that's a win for them as well Same for radio, podcasts and blogs. So it's better to be too early than to miss out. But that said, you can send out pitches and press releases the week of your day. So Sarah talked about before from My Anxious Dog. She was on the podcast last week. Now, as we were putting that podcast out, she'd already had a few pieces of coverage. She'd had some local coverage and she had been in touch with some national newspapers some national websites and we were kind of waiting for them to come out and they weren't out when the podcast came out but in the few days afterwards she was in the daily star she was in the daily mirror she got picked up by an american website she also appeared on bbc radio london bbc radio gloucester bbc radio berkshire then we had a uh, Sarah's one of my clients we had a call on the Monday and we were chatting saying okay what can we do what else can we do and we thought right let's go and try the pet trade publications so we sent off a press release to Pet Gazette, Pet Business World and Sarah sent it off to Pet Trade Extra as well and she got coverage in all of them which was amazing so yes plan ahead but actually if you really can knuckle down and get the work done you can get some last minute coverage as well. So You've got your idea, you've built out your campaign, you've decided what you're going to do, you've decided where you're going to pitch, what you're going to do with your campaign and your pictures and your press releases, awesome. What else do you need to really make your awareness day work for you and your business? Because while you're creating your campaign, you want to raise awareness of the thing that you're raising awareness of, we all need to pay our bills as well, don't we? So we do need to have this awareness day campaign bringing money into our businesses. So 
As I say, it's great having eyes on your business for that day, whether you have created your own awareness day or whether you are using an awareness day, like the example with Caroline, the, the slim pet vet and the other people who I've talked about. We want those eyes on your business for that day to then turn into sales or clients or customers, don't we? So what happens is if you have a really good awareness day campaign, then people will read about you or listen or view or just find out about you from your campaign. They'll go and find you on social media and they'll probably go and check out your website. Now, what we want to do then is find a way to carry on the conversation with those new followers, browsers and eyes that you have on your business. So what can you do? Can you get them to download a guide that fits in with your day? So ideally, let's say if I've got a pet and I'm really worried about their weight, I read about Caroline's slim pet vet tips. I then go and check out her website. And as I go to her website, I see really prominently how to check if your pet is overweight. I think, great, I found this brilliant woman who knows all about how to make sure my pet's healthy. I've gone to her website and then there's this really brilliant guide on how to check my pets at healthy weight. I'm going to want to download it. Then I'm on Caroline's email list and then she can carry on the conversation with me. She might have a one-to-one package. She might have an online program where I can go and work with her and make sure that my pet is healthy. So see how that works. We get the publicity and then we get that interest and we mop it up and we bring them closer to us. So ideally, you're going to have a guide or something they can download on your website that's going to get you into a conversation with them. So as I say, for Caroline, it might be how to check your pet is a healthy weight. If we were talking about Kerry, the dog photographer, or Nikki Cameron, who's also a dog photographer, um, she's pitching around National Dog Photography Day. Her download, or Kerry's download, might be how to take awesome photos of your dogs. For Sarah, she has an awareness day pack showing pet parents how to educate around dogs and anxiety. And for Michelle, she's got her download is a pack on how to celebrate National Terrier Day. Um, so you can have your, you, you basically get the attention that you've, you use the attention that you've got from creating your campaign, getting the press coverage, you bring them to your website or your social media, you attract them closer to you by giving them a download or free guide or something that makes them hand over their email address. Now, if this is all sounding a little bit overwhelming for you, you can get some help with this. So if you wanted to do a PDF, but you don't know where to start or you haven't got time or you worried that you might not get it right, you can hire a copywriter to help you. Um, I know that Ricky Sullivan from the Canine Copywriter has helped Sarah Jones and a number of the other people with writing their PDF downloads. If you want to get graphics that are going to stand out on social media, you might want to hire a graphic designer. So Alison Price from House of Henry, who I mentioned earlier, she's awesome at creating graphics for social media. So if you are going to do a big campaign around your own awareness day or an awareness day, I would consider having really good professional graphics made. And as um, a client of Alison's, I would also say that she is very reasonably priced as well. You want to make a good impression, don't you? Um, and what you can do with the with the graphics and with your PDF is you can use them over and over again. And with the graphics, you can use them for your own feed, but you can also give them to your supporters as well. So the people who are going to be your cheerleaders, people who are going to be posting about your campaign. So when I was talking about Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier earlier and her download, her thing for her campaign, what she has is a graphics pack. So if you want to get involved in National Terrier Day, which is taking place this Sunday, you can go to her website and I'll put the link in the show notes for this episode and you can go and get the graphics so you can go and share posts on National Terrier Day. 
So, as I say, it's got in the graphics package, she's got things like, like fun quotes about life as a terrier mum that she can share with the community. But you can share those too. So it might be, you know, what's the naughtiest thing your terrier's done? What's your favourite thing about your terrier? Life is merrier when you've got a scruffy little terrier. All kinds of different things like that. So what Michelle will do, she'll post the graphics herself, but she'll also give a cheerleader pack to her followers. So they've got ready-made social media graphics and posts, and that really helps the day take off. So when you look at the national terrier day hashtag on instagram you'll see lots of posts around it and michelle's done a lot of the work for people so it means they're more likely to post and it's more likely to make the day a success now last year it trended on twitter and it led to thousands of visits to her website so putting this work in making these really good downloads having these great graphics packages if you're going to have a big awareness day campaign it is worth going the extra mile doing those extra few steps to make sure that you really make an impact and also particularly when people are handing over their email addresses to you that you can continue the conversation long after the day has finished so sounds like a lot of work there doesn't it but what i would say is you can make the content you create on your awareness day work really hard for you so whether it's your own day or using you're using an existing day in the diary you're going to be creating lots of content so the more you can repurpose it the more harder it is going to work the better so let's say you've got a press release you can repurpose that into a blog post and you can turn it into social media posts you can break down the different topics and make them into social media posts and don't be afraid to keep posting and posting and posting and posting about your campaign. Remember, we only ever see a smidgen of what people post on social media. And if you're doing a campaign, then you've got to be telling people about it. You really do have to be going on and on and on and on and on about it. And if people get, you know, if people don't want to hear about your campaign, then they can just scroll away, can't they? And if you can, particularly if it's your day, I would clear your diary and focus on social media, connecting with new people, curating content, sharing other people's content, particularly on Twitter. That's what gets your day trendy. So I know that on Sunday, when it's National Terrier Day, Michelle, if you're listening, I'm sorry about sorry to be talking about this and I hope you don't mind, but I know Michelle will be on her phone and on her laptop all day and she will be retweeting and resharing all of the people who have posted about National Terrier Day. Now, the reason I'm going on about Twitter a lot here is because Twitter is a breaking news platform and that's where journalists will pick up on stories. So if you've got an awareness day, you want Twitter as the, the platform that you want to focus on, because if your hashtag and your day is trending, then the likelihood of journalists picking up on it and doing a story actually on the day itself is much higher. So if you have an awareness day campaign, whether it's your day or one from the diary, do clear your diary and do, you know, be there, be present, be live on the day because that's really when you're going to make those connections, really get your day going. And that's when the kind of things that happen, um, you know, the conversations that might happen with people who want to collaborate with you. You might get journalists getting in touch with you. You don't want to be like up a mountain with no Wi-Fi or no mobile phone signal on the day of your awareness day. So the final thing to do after you've done your Awareness Day campaign and you've had all this brilliant stuff happen is have a little bit of a debrief. Um, so you will be shattered after the day, particularly if it's your own day as well. You will literally have like your your fingers will feel like they're about to fall off from typing and texting so much. But try to have some time to reflect on how things went. Now, in the post, which I'm going to put in the show notes for this episode, um, I did do a blog post after Kerry's 
um, Kerry Jordan's Awareness Day trended at number one. And in there, there were some analytics tools where you can find out how many people got involved in your day and how many people use the hashtag and that kind of thing. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, you can do, you can get all that geeky data if you want to. And that's just going to make you feel brilliant and really, you know, show you that the hard work's all worthwhile. I know um, Michelle and Nadia Sybottom from... Um, from Mumu and Bear, she has National Schnauzer Day now. I think her day reached around 3 million people. Um, so you get really astonishing reach from these days. Um, so do have a debrief and do reflect on how things went. Go and have a look at those geeky stats. Um, and I, as I say, I'll link to where you can get them in the show notes. Get your website stats as well. Look at how many people visited your website. Have a look at your social media followers. Have a look at how many people joined your email list or your newsletter or downloaded your freebie or downloaded your resource or PDF. Have a look at any sales that you had on the day. Are there any trends? Are there any patterns? Are there any products that did really well? Another thing to do is to save all the posts that you made. So I do this when I've done my five-day challenge as well. I've got a VA, Sophie, who helps me with this kind of stuff. I know if I do a five-day challenge, I'll have posted like dozens, probably a hundred posts about it by the time the challenge is over, if not more. And if I went back and looked at all those posts, I'd be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm the worst person on the internet. But what I do do is I ask Sophie to do it for me. So she'll go on my social media profiles and she'll cut and paste all the posts that I've done. And then I can repurpose them the following challenge. So you can do the same for a um, an awareness day as well you can save all the posts that you've made put them in a document you could even say like what time you posted them and that kind of thing and how well they did depending on how analytical you are and how disciplined you are as well uh, but save them all and any other resources that you've created now with the social media post when I do my challenge I don't do the exact same post but I'll use it as inspiration and I might tweak it and reword it a little bit and if you've done that on your awareness day then next year you're going to have the post ready written pretty much and all you're going to need to do is maybe update them tweak them a little bit change them around a little bit but you are able to repurpose them and the bulk of the work will have already been done so that is my awareness day roundup and I hope it's opened your eyes to the potential of what you can do with an awareness day you can get awesome press coverage you can get thousands even millions of people have their eyes on you and what you do in your business you don't have to have your own day you can use days that are already there in the diary and you can really you know really make a mark for your product really build your authority if you provide a service like caroline i've talked about the vet you can really um, make an impact with a awareness day so i mentioned this right at the start if you'd like to have some support with getting press coverage around awareness days i've put together an awareness day bundle it's a brand new service i did actually test this out on janet murray um, about a year and a half ago now um, but I'm bringing it out as a new service and it's where we work together for half a day to plan your awareness day campaign. So by that, I mean your press release, finding outlets to approach, coming up with a story idea, coming up with ideas for social media, coming up with blog post ideas, email campaigns, all you need to get your campaign out there. I can also, I can't do graphic design. I don't write lead magnets or anything like that, but I can certainly put you in the right direction of people who can help you as well. I've mentioned Alison, Ricky, Rosie in this website, in this website, in this um, podcast episode. And if you do need any further support, I can recommend people who will be able to do a great job for you. 
But as far as the press release, the outlets to approach, the ideas for social media, blog posts, email campaigns go, I can help you get all of that together and your half day with me will cost £497. So if you'd like to take advantage of that package, do send me an email. I'm rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk and it would be great to hear from you. And finally, if you do set up a campaign around an awareness day and you'd like some support, then do come and join my free Facebook group as well. We have nearly 2,000 people in there and we love getting behind people's awareness day. So come and tell us about it in the Facebook group. It's Publicity for Pet Businesses Community on Facebook and I'll link to it in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode and for supporting the podcast and I will look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.